Okay, so now I got to pay attention. Okay, <sighs> so this is part do. I part am doing. Do. I, I, this is part do do. That's what we should have called this. Part do do. Part do do. Yeah. And we spelled do wrong, right? Uh, yeah, it's spelled and, wrong. But somebody, I think Katie was like, "Y'all know y'all spelled it wrong." But then we thought that was cool that it was spelled wrong. So I mm-hmm. actually, I actually think that's important to do things wrong. Yeah, I agree. You know what I mean, like I, I've really learned do that. So much so that I wonder, is it okay? Because I was looking at, uh, I was watching something with Rick Rubin. Mm-hmm. And he said, you probably seen that TikTok where he says he doesn't know how to do anything on the board. He doesn't, yeah. he doesn't play any instruments. It's just his skill is, he says, I know what I like. <laughs> yeah. He just like lays on the couch and listens to music or something. Yeah. Yeah. He just like, like listens to it and goes, well, no, nah, you should do something different. <laughs> yeah. or you know like he he has some kind of musical ability i guess but um oh yeah it's crazy to me because like i've been taking this uh music production class and it's really fun uh it's actually really fun it's really helpful a lot of it for me too is just learning some shortcut stuff some things that you do like when you play like uh i'm working on a song of mine uh with my teacher and uh like i was like man my my bass sounds a little buzzy and we were able to go in there and do a couple of things that really made the bass sound way better. I was like, Oh, wait a minute. I don't have to be the best player in the bass, best, best bass player in the whole world. What I can do is this. So it's not necessarily that my skills have to like, cause I'm never going to be an amazing bass player. I'm just not. Mm-hmm. Although, although I, I have pretty good rhythm, I think like yeah. my, my, my bass playing, even with this song is like pretty good locked in <clears throat> with the good acoustics and the drums and stuff like that. But all that to be said, I'm wondering if it's just like using what's out there and then manipulating it to your preferences is what the is is the key. The same way as like uh uh Rick Rubin or something like that. Like maybe my skill isn't going to be I'm the best at uh playing or the best at recording or the best at mixing or right. anything like that. But if I know uh, just enough, then I can actually manipulate the song enough to sound what like what I want. And maybe that uniqueness might be good. I don't know. Like, I don't. Yeah. I, I'm always jealous. Like, you know, Matt and, and Chris and our band, Josh, too, can just record stuff really well and right. make it sound way better than it is. And I just go, shit, mine sounds like a demo always. And I just want to get somewhere with it. But maybe what I can do is a Toby sound. And maybe that's what's important. I don't know. Maybe I'm just off on a tangent. But yeah, I mean, I, I don't think that's crazy, but I. You know, I think the, what we what we lack and what Matt and Josh and Chris all have is they have technical abilities that we don't. And right. then I, for some reason or another, we've just never been interested yeah. in those things. <laughs> yeah, not, it's hard to be interested in, in it, though. You know what yeah. I mean? Because it feels like you're pushing some button to make music and you and I do it with our brains and body. Yeah, I know, but it but it is a little frustrating because I have the same some of the same issues. Like, I mean, I could I think I could learn to get it from the starting point to the final product if I really right you know, really kept going and really tried. But we've just never had to really. So I guess we've just kind of relied on our our skills, right? But yeah, I don't think that's a I don't think that's wrong though. I think you could probably create your own sound and production people have done that throughout the history of music you just hear some weird new thing and then that becomes a thing you know yeah like i don't think that's crazy well what what here comes matt um what i keep thinking about too is like uh how i make uh i do weird fingerings for a chord and y'all go oh that's Mm -hmm. just a a c sharp minor dude i'm like oh oh it is (laughs) you know like like you know but in a way, it, sometimes it makes my guitar part sound better than what I'm actually doing. Like if I was just playing yeah, a C yeah. sharp minor or whatever, it wouldn't be as cool. So I'm wondering, like, can I take what I'm learning with recording music and really think about it in a way like I've thought about it? Like, I think here's what I thought. I need to get like everybody else. What I think I'm learning now through my classes is I need to make Toby's brain show up here on this recording. And even if that doesn't sound like Matt or Chris or Josh or whoever, 
I, that might be actually really good. It can be really good. Mm-hmm. I, I think I've always felt a little insecure mm-hmm. about myself. And now I'm learning, honestly, probably through like my divorce and all this stuff that I am enough. <laughs> it's weird to say, but I'm enough. And what I have might be good enough to, to write down and record in a way instead of, yeah. oh, I need to play the bass this good and then make sure the compression sounds is there's this much compression on it and add this much effect and maybe a little bit of distortion here to make it sound like what people want. And maybe I'm just at this point now where like, wait, what I can do might be really cool and it's unique to me. And that does that won't that won't sound as good as Matt recording me, but it might sound really good. You know what I mean? Like it might oh, yeah. be, it might still be good, but it's just, it's hard sometimes to do that. Like today working on my song, it was really neat, man. I was telling him I was working with Tim, my teacher. And he, I was like, it's my bass. Cause my bass, like you would hear sometimes the string buzz, you know, you go, you know what I mean? Like you get a little string and he was like, well, let's do this and this. Uh, what did we do to it, Matt? You probably know immediately. We, uh, he took, he duplicated my bass track and then did one. He took out all the low end and the other one, he took out all the high, not all, but you know, some of it. And then it just really, and then, so you got a really clean attack with the, the pick and the, the thing, but then you had the low end on the other one. So it really melded nice together. And we put it all together and added some compression and a little distortion. I was like, Oh, okay. Now learning that I have now I have a little bit of basic stuff that I can play around with, but I can play around with that to make toby music not good music i I think i think of it as oh man good stuff and then what i do but now Mm -hmm. i think i'm thinking of it like boundary yeah yeah there really isn't though but but i think i felt that boundary because so many people can make music sound really good and i go oh i gotta do that but maybe Mm -hmm. what i gotta do is what what toby sounds like good and that might not be the same it's still going to yeah. be using the uh, compression and a little bit of distortion and EQ. I mean, I'm going to use all that. That's why I'm really enjoying this because I feel like I'm learning some of the basics. Like even like, it's just fun learning like shortcuts. Like I've learned so many shortcuts already in Logic where I'm like, fuck, this is nice. Shit, you can do that. Uh, mm-hmm. And so I've just been, yeah, I've been, cool. I've been really enjoying it. Like it's, it's really nice. Yeah. The thing about having someone one-to-one learning it, uh, is you know, a thousand times better than a book or even oh a video, co- a video course is still, it's like, you know, interactive learning with a, a coach or a guide. Yeah. If you were having skiing lessons or mm-hmm. learning anything that the person can tune what you need to know when you need to know it. Cause I could give you a list of shortcuts and I'm sure I have, and they were meaningless to you until in your own flow, right. you and enc- the person said, Oh, you know, like, and that's the same with, if you're teaching kids math, you want to leap from, decimals to percent to fractions not just do fractions on the fraction day and say yeah. now's the day you're going to learn fractions it's when they're curious about how to divide something you say well what's what what would right. one third be you know and then it's like oh I know. and then they just get fractions all of a sudden and then yeah you can no no you're exactly right like i've been substitute teaching you're exactly right then i've been substitute teaching and thinking constantly god they are letting these kids down because they're not teaching them how, how to learn they're just teaching them these things but you're right if you if you drop down uh, 163 M&Ms on, on the table and go, everybody gets the same amount. See if you can figure this up. And this is what I want. I want, you know, you could even throw in a little math. Mm-hmm. They'll figure that shit out quick. Yeah. They had to you have the, I mean? that. If you just say today's the day you're going to learn about bass tone. That's a not, there's no day. That's it, not it, a thing. It, you're right. You're right. But me playing the bass, I, I played the bass. Cause I, I, I uh, at first I tried to just, do it uh digitally just do the digital bass and i was like on the piano sequence. i was like yeah sequence it and that just was not sounding good at all and then i play here's what was really cool because it didn't sound good i got out the bass i plugged it in i made and all that stuff felt exhausting <laughs> it, yeah. felt, it did feel exhausting to get the bass out of the case plug Especially it in make create, sure it's you have to why is it this channel work yeah. yes yeah exactly it's it's you're exactly right and my strings aren't that good and i was like man but that's what was so neat about it once i got out the bass and played it i was like oh okay now i'm really creating something and it did make me want to change the strings it did make me want to mm-hmm. go wait hold on how do i do this thing here so that when i play this is how i play the bass i, I mean I, I can work for a year and not make the strings sound exactly like this. I could I could become a better bass player, 
but I'm not trying to do that. I'm trying to really write music right now. So how can I, at my skill level, which wasn't that bad. Like I, it was kind of cool. Like he was like, Oh no, you're actually, he, I was told Devin, like my rhythm is really good. And he said, I was, I was pretty good at locking in with the guitars and the bass. And so a lot of times people have issues there. I don't have that issue issue, but I might have something where I'm frustrated, where, like I said, you, you slide down the bass or something, you hear more of a high tone buzz, you know, you know, I don't know, but anyway, so it was cool doing that. And because I was like, the computer bass sounds bad. I'm going to take the organic real bass. And it's going to be harder. I'm going to do this, but I'm going to enjoy it more. And I mm. did, man, just when mm. I first started playing, I was like, oh, fuck, I'm going to sound so shitty. Oh, I got to tune it. Oh, no, it's not. It's so hard to tune this bass with this little, oh, what am I going to do? And then, but I kept going, kept pushing, made myself because I was like, I'm working on the song and I want this song to be something. I felt so accomplished today. Like I, I was able to get uh, a really good guitar parts, really good bass. And now I go, wait a minute. Now I know that I need a little bit of a lead guitar, which I can do simple i know that i need to redo my vocals i know that i need to probably add some form of keyboard whether that be organ or whatever and it's just really fun the guy's name's uh tim coakley by the way you can find him on tiktok c-o-a-k-l-e-y he's great he he works with pro tools and uh, uh logic but i just really enjoy working in logic logic just for the most part now there's some shortcuts and things about pro tools that just annihilate logic but overall i enjoy the it the creative aspect of logic allows me to do some things that, mm. um, but I mean, like, it's funny, like it is really helpful to learn how to, I did not know how to do crossfades in logic. Just didn't know how to do them. And then mul- he was showing me how I could do multiple crossfades at a time. But then, you know, sometimes you need to do not that, that won't always work. And, you know, uh, I was doing some, uh, what is it called? Flex time where you can move stuff. And, you know, I mean, all these different things. Um, and then eventually I'm going to get into a little bit of mixing and mastering stuff too, towards the end, but it's fun. Let me give you a way of thinking about what your advantage is over somebody he might. No, I'll, uh, I'll just take, I'll just take something. it from Tim. No, you don't have to do that. I'll just take it from Tim. <laughs> no, I'm just telling you how to think of what you have. That's going to make you good is you, you don't have it probably the confidence in it yet, but your yeah. ear is a thousand times more developed. So you have the ability to know when there's a, like if you don't, if you didn't feel insecure about technical stuff that you go, I don't know if I can hear, is there something wrong? Is there something other people know? Once that quiets down and you're just working on a song, you can trust that you can hear if it's out of tune or out of time. You know that you have the experience to say, because in recording, it's always this way. It's like something's wrong. And then there's a period where you figure out what is wrong. Yeah. But you will know if something is wrong, you'll notice it, and then you'll be able because your ear is good. You have you just have the ten thousand hours of listening. To yeah, things. that's true. Like you, you know, when if you walk in the studio and if I'm working on something, you come in and so you could figure out what what's wrong. It's like that mix is bad. That vocal effect you got to do like giving mix notes or whatever. You have it. You already have the training. Right. And also, when you go to play, your hands that the tone comes from, you have that. It's going to sound good when you play it good. Is yeah. And so whatever, there's technical things could be wrong. And then you just, you know, troubleshoot those. But you have both the ear to observe it. Yeah. And you have the hands to generate it. Right. And the rest is just whatever's in between. It's just little problem solving and troubleshooting is all that's left. Yeah. And most people that are learning to record music ain't got a good ear and they ain't good players. That's why they're learning to record. Yeah, you might be right. So that they can have a power over other people, other people, and they stand in that in that position. So, and these days, I mean, especially with the computers and stuff, there's just not the the genius that knows how all the knobs work on the console. That's a myth. It's just whoever the youngest kid is that can hit record the fastest is the right. best. So there's no there. It, everything you think you're insecure about is going to totally disappear. Yeah, and your real barriers are actually just workflow barriers, naming your tracks, being organized. Like knowing yeah. what you want to trying to make, like the technical stuff is going to just disappear. And you're yeah. going to, once you have the confidence that there's not some mystery standing in your way. Yeah. I think that's the thing. The mystery of it has always been intimidating to me. And then I, I tried just for a minute and I give up. And like, this has been really helpful to me because first of all, with my ADHD, I love learning a few little quick things like, you know, just whatever it might be, just hitting the R button does record. Like, like it always blew my mind that I couldn't do, I always do command space bar for pro tools to record. 
And then th- you can't do that with logic. And I was like, what do I do? And I couldn't, and it was just super simple. It's just R or like, if I want to, <laughs> or if I want to duplicate uh, a track, it's just command D or, you know, or option D or whatever. And I'm just like, shit, it's just really nice having somebody tell me those things. Cause like you said, I, if I, if I had to go and search for that, it feels exhausting. Right. In the thing. moment when but, it will help you, it'll stick. If you had right. to go search for it, you lose energy and it's over. Because uh, then I lose energy right. to come back to the thing that I was doing. And it's just really right. nice to be able to ask right. like a mentor those right. questions, you know. And so I, I think like I'm I guess even on a, uh, a more uh, human experience, it's making me understand mentorship a little mm-hmm. bit more. Like there's mm-hmm. somebody there that is encouraging and also telling you things when i ask questions i just get an answer you know and that I mean? person like, can see your deficiency without like you know what i mean right. like he knows what you don't know how to do without you having to explain it he sees right. your gaps that, that yeah. is just obvious to him yeah. so and, he and just he waits knows on what you i'm hoping for and then gives you the thing you need as yeah. you need it right he yeah. knows what i'm hoping for and i can tell him that so what i'm trying to achieve with this song he knows and so then we, when we get there, we try some different things, and and it's really cool too. He's he's you know he started out as a, just a drummer, so that I just I my biggest regret in the world is that I played trumpet and band and not drum. I th- I think that's the biggest mistake of my whole life. I don't think anybody should play anything but drums for the first. Because why? Because I believe drums open you up to to all the other instruments in a way that no those instruments don't open you up to the drums. I agree. Well, I think the monophonic, a, a single monophonic instrument is like got to be the worst overall thing you could do. Like, right. You don't, cause you don't learn harmony. Right. You don't learn uh, multiple. You just don't, you just, it's, it's like the flute players. Okay. You don't yeah. really like, they, they're like, I understand that they're good at reading the treble cliff. Okay. Right. right. Okay. But what else are they good at? I know. Do they don't understand another fucking thing about music? I know. And no I, offense, but you know. I, no, I know. I mean, it can. Well, the thing that you're even tapping into here is that when you when you play that a, a monophonic instrument, you have to almost exclusively play with other instruments in order to really make it sound you're not a, doing be amazing. Yeah, you know what right. I mean? Like like just a trumpet at your by itself is okay, but it's not. It it does is nowhere near as cool as yeah. it's something else. So Ike, our son, he uh is doing drums. So not only is he practicing on a practice pad and he's doing rhythms he's also doing the xylophone stuff as yeah well. exactly uh, so i'm exactly. like well shit because yeah. that's percussive so right. and i think that's amazing because he's hitting like you said chords and so harmony he's getting, yeah, hit, he's getting, he's yeah. getting harmony the shapes but are there and he's hitting the, it yeah. so it feels even really good i mean dissonance you, know, you, you can't yeah. make dissonance on a flute with right anything right 100%. the only thing you can do with monophonic instruments is if you really really can develop your own voice uh, and are expressive right. and either an outstanding, you know, top 0.1% reader or improviser yeah. and you can express yourself on the sax. Okay. But right. short of that, you are m- missing almost everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 100% because you, you are stuck in, learn the song, play the song as good as you can. It, it, you, like uh my daughter plays the saxophone and it's really cool i think the saxophone isn't it don't don't you you folks at home don't hear me wrong i think they're those instruments sound cool like i do love the sound of a saxophone player i do love a uh you know uh um a clarinet or even the trumpet i enjoy playing it i'm saying i think that they should start everybody on percussion in Mm. probably fifth or sixth grade and all of middle school that's all you do and then after you have that in your head, a little bit of that, then I just think it opens the world up to you because like I'm learning now how to lock in my bass with the drums. And that's so important. Like, like I feel like I, like I, if my rhythm was just a hair better, I feel like I could really do some things better on the bass that would make thing, me more, my recordings more efficient, my time better spent. I would enjoy it more. And instead of playing the bass and going, okay, now what's wrong? Now I, would, I need a professional I, to edit it. Right. I just like, play it right. If you're, yeah. if you're, if you're, if you have looked at it in Pro Tools enough times and you've thought yeah. about it and you've heard some other people do it and you know what it means to play locked in or behind the beat and what that does, like you're, once you're calibrated, right. you got it. You got it. Yeah. Right. And, it, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like for so long, I was like, other people hold the keys to music and I just, Nuh-uh. you know, luckily yeah. I'm a good enough singer. 
or I can, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a good enough songwriter or singer that I can just, but right now I'm thinking, wait a minute, I, I'm not going to ever be the, the best, you know, uh, producer in the world, but I might be good enough for Toby to, to really bring out the best things of Toby. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I'm I'm thinking yeah. now. It's like, oh, that's really fun. I might can bring out the best things of Toby and in this recording that will be unique to me and my recording will be unique to me. And that's maybe really good. Now, are you really hiring a, a nutritionist and a physical trainer immediately for the same reason? Already done it. <laughs> Already done it. <laughs> I mean, you can see how that would work, too, though. Like yes, it would. It yeah. would. If of you care course. about something, right. that's will do that. If you I mean, a lot of people get trainers, uh, people right. do stuff that they don't even want you know, or whatever. But if you did care yeah, and you get a one-on-one, your progress is, there's no limit. Yeah. I 100%. Mean, I mean, if you had somebody watching what you ate and telling you about it and you were interested, I mean, you would just, yeah. you would be. If you at, truly have, if you possess yeah. the motivation first and yeah. then get paired with a one-on-one, that's, that's, I mean, I mean, they, they say most of the top people in the world ever, like that were the, key inventor like like in history the yeah. people that were able to have a lot of homeschool and one-on-one and like tutors are the people that had a lot of the breakthroughs in science and arts yeah. and all that kind of stuff you know yeah yeah what's 100%. the most i mean i mean i've thought about this a lot what's the most you would pay for a full-time chef the most like it could be you wouldn't pay more than Ten thousand dollars for a year. I'm saying, just what is that? Like, what would be a number that someone said, "I will be your chef if you pay me this amount of money." I can't afford it at all. Well, I'm yeah, not I asking really. you if you can afford it. <laughs> well, if I could afford it, I wouldn't care what it cost. Like, if you had, obviously, if you had more money, Devin's getting a personal chef is what this part. This yeah, I'm not getting a personal chef, but I promise target. you, you would get one if what? What's your answer? It ain't. <laughs> there ain't much it wouldn't take much i know but that's what i'm saying how much like right now i would what, almost pay if if we were in a better spot financially as far as like yeah i mean save retirement and savings like that i promise you i would give most of my salary meaning <laughs> that you have somebody at your house that cooks for you yes they got groceries made a menu and cooked every meal i think that is one of the most valuable things i could ever that i could ever have I thought that's what a wife did. Yeah, <laughs> what's the deal? Yeah, you wish. If I got oh, a wife. What are you talking about? the one that makes the money, and I you... can't do it. Dude, that's your marriage sucks. I, I would pay. <laughs> I promise you, I'd pay forty thousand dollars a year, probably. Good God! You I mean if you just had it? I mean, but I mean, yeah, like, but if, they, they, you'll never pay that. Well, yeah, I not? mean, what? There's no what, chef but, that would. What that's would what I'm saying. It, what do you live in your house? Would, I mean, what is that? No, I'm not saying they no, have to live somebody, here. Somebody would definitely do it for forty thousand. I'll, I'll do it for forty thousand. I'll learn. I'm saying well, if someone well, not gonna you have to that. be there, you have to be there all day. Like no, you have breaks between meals. Okay, there's different uh, levels yeah. of it, but I just, just mean like, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. That's all it is. But you, you know, have to be, be at like Devin's a, house every day at six forty-five until no, nine, and no. then at, so from eleven to, to one. Yeah, that's not that bad. Yeah, probably I'm just saying you're day. at Devin's house, but you have breaks between meals. The same, you go home. Is, the same as but being at Amazon 40, all day. 40,000 or... isn't enough for that. Yeah. Well, it's, no, it's 40,000 is enough for people to work. There's nobody that would shifts. do that for 40,000. Teacher, teachers make $40,000 a year. So, yeah. And I, I, you don't want a chef that's as bad as the average teacher. I promise oh you Oh, my that. God, man. Well, I'm not do not. <laughs> you don't oh want God. that chef. I mean, you, you get somebody, the Taco I, Bell chef, I guess. For maybe I understand that chefs are more expensive. I'm just saying if someone was like, yeah, I'll. I'll do, I will cook your meals. I'll get the groceries. I'll come from this time to this time. And I think it's probably it 80 or hundred thousand. Yeah. I mean, I obviously can't do that, but yeah. I'm oh, just I saying, disagree. It's, I, I it's totally valuable. Think, I yeah. totally where, think you where do you think the 40,000 for a $40,000 yeah. and, but how no, would you, uh, who is that? That doesn't person? include food price though. Right. Well, you have to yeah pay the groceries. On top yeah, of I, that, it's yeah, food, but yeah, I, I doubt yeah. it. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying you couldn't work something out, but I don't think that's. No, I guarantee you That's somebody very, would 100%. You think there are full-time jobs yes. that somebody goes, I'm a chef for a, one individual and I make 40000 or less. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, totally. I think I think a shitload of people would take $40,000 to come to Devin's house, be there by 6 a.m., make breakfast, 
come back around 11, make lunch, come back around I'm not four saying you and couldn't make dinner. And tell so, offer somebody to do that, but I don't know that, that a year. is I mean, a thing I, that's out there. I, I, would, I don't think that well, is out there. No, I don't think like, it's I, out there. I don't there, think it's saying, out there yeah. is what I'm saying. I'd say, of course, I could I, find, I actually think that's too much. Offer, be, yeah. Well, I, that, I don't think so. I'm saying I, mean, I don't think I that's – I mean, how much is it for a food service that, that sends you three meals a day? Well, I mean, you can, you can, you can yeah, I know. That's, that's what I'm saying. saying. You can order that, that so right now. It would be good. Yeah, that would be great. So no need for a per, a, a below average person sure, right. to be doing a shitty job for a shitload of money. Yeah. So how much does The Rock pay for his personal chef, you think? I mean, that's, that's well, probably insane, Probably right? yeah. 250000 yeah, it's probably like living in, maybe even. Yeah, it's just, yeah, well, I mean, it's not about in. the hours at that point. It's about the, because they, I mean, basically there's people that are called household managers that do the shopping and organize the schedules. And those people make a fuckload more than 40,000 and they're not even chefs. But that's all Los Angeles well, people. That's... We're talking about Illinois, Central Illinois. I'm just saying there's Monticello. not, there's not anybody out there that you could hire. You can't go find that in, on, like. You know, you could you had to invent it yourself. I'm just okay. saying. Okay, how about this? It's let, invented let, at let's, this moment. Let's change, it's invented. Let's change this now. Matt and I were just having this conversation, and I think it, it it could be very feasible. Lunsford lives near Matt now. What if Lunsford mm. made? You know, they only live a mile or two away from each other. Lunsford makes breakfast for his whole family. Carry some yeah. over to the Carters. Lunsford yeah, makes I give lunch. him twenty thousand for that. Yeah, right. I mean, but I mean, I'm just mirroring hit what he's no, you don't even doing. Need, I think it'd be cheaper than that. I think I think if you paid for right. all the food, well, that, that's what. That, yeah, yeah, that would be fine. In fact, that I think if you good. just said, "Hey, Lunsford, I'll buy all food, just buy enough for my family too," that mm -hmm. would be under twenty thousand dollars because you'd well, be getting the food. Would, but you'd be getting the food too. You think a family of five doesn't spend twenty thousand on food a year? On groceries oh, yeah, yeah, or sure. all food? Probably, well, groceries, I guess. Yeah. But yeah. No, I spent, spent 20000 on groceries. I bet it's something like that. Well, it's I, probably but close. Yeah. I mean, now I probably I spend I at least $600 a month, at least. Oh, way and, more than that. I think we spent Yeah, but that's that. only yeah. $7,000, $8,000. And Lunsford spends more Thank than God. that. I bet you Lunsford oh, yeah. spends 20000 on oh. his... That's what I'm saying. So if I bought all his food... <laughs> if I bought all his food and he... If I bought his food and my food, you would have to decide it, on. He no, brought it over, right? or maybe I'll go pick it up. You get to decide on the meal plan, and then mm -hmm. you know you could if you sat down with Lunsford and worked out a meal plan and said this is my budget, and then you could do some fun stuff. But then some stuff would just be mac and cheese and nuggets or whatever. You know, what but I mean? his but, family, but, my family is on the same schedule, and it's just a matter of transporting half of it. To he one pre house or the he other. prepares all of it. You never have to think about food yeah. ever. It's right. just good and at your house. That would be that'd be nice. really nice. I need a I need a cleaning lady too, though. Yeah, I want to do the dishes. Yeah, you don't want to do true. the dishes. His kids. Well, yeah, you need. A, I am planning on having kids. him. I am planning on having him do dinner for me once a week. Yeah, one hundred percent planning on that. Maybe okay. twice. Yeah, and I, yeah, I'm gonna Without chip in on groceries. Him. <laughs> no, because he he spends too much on groceries. He'll go spend sixty five dollars to make Easy. three tacos. And I'm gonna make let him he make nine tacos, that. and then split the you know offset some of his food costs, and then yep. yeah. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah, I'm just saying you don't want the cheapest chef you can find to be its full that person's full time. That's a bad setup. Well, for I, I'm not yeah. saying yeah, I'm not saying it'd be the smarter cheapest. ways to do it without. My point is, there's probably people out there who are aspiring chefs or really good cooks or whatever who just couldn't make it in that field, who are probably willing to experiment in a new setting in a new way. You know what yeah. I mean? So that's yeah, all. Yeah, it was something new on it. It wouldn't be three meals right. seven days a week. Like that that's no, a that's, that's a domestic more, yeah. servant right. that for forty thousand right. a year. I mean, you know Well maybe servants come back. Maybe yeah, we, I think we will God, see Devin, I think I we will see that. that. Servants? I think, yes. I think we'll yeah. see that. I think we're on a track for that. Personally, I'm pretty sure the blue collar yucky work that's taking care of old people, cook yeah. the things the AI is not going to be able to do. Right. The wealth gap is going to be here. Regular mm -hmm. jobs for servant class people aren't yeah. going to be here, so they're going to serve people. I, I just think that's what you'll see. I, I think like we're in, yeah. like that's what an Uber driver is, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, why wouldn't you just have an app that a different chef right. comes over for $60 for the meal tonight, and it's like a different person, and it's a gig yeah. economy service? Like, I, Or you have your mm -hmm. own. But I do think that's you, you're going to see a lot more people doing domestic work for people that do have wealth 
I think right. that yeah, you're probably right. is what you will see. Right. We'll totally. see. <laughs> I don't I, I meant to say <laughs> what? I was gonna say something kind of mean. I'm sorry. What were you gonna say about me? I was gonna say Toby's gonna fall to the service industry, and me and Matt are gonna. No, I'm. Go, I'm. Ta- the, I am going no, to be in the elder care. Shit, I'm gonna be an elder care kingpin. <laughs> Fuck, Dev. Yeah, Matt's gonna take over I, I, the, the. Trust me, I'm. I'm gonna be an elder care kingpin industry. at some point. Yeah, I'm gonna have real estate and be having the elder boomers with money paying me to take care of them and their their. You know all that. Fuck. That's where I'm headed. Yeah. I'm gonna have some nice ass properties. Man, cold. You know that? Yeah, it's gonna be y'all nice. Cold. I've, I know. I have the skills. <laughs> oh man. Well, we got back, Matt. We uh, so we just did the songs and stories, which is really nice. It was really fun because we played in Tucson, and the show was a little smaller, but really intimate. And that I mm-hmm. actually really enjoyed that one. Just being oh, yeah, it's good. There is something about getting to play in a living room that I like almost the most. Yeah, I, I definitely the most. You know what I mean? Like, me. and oftentimes I think it's that uh, audio, like sound wise, I guess. Not the quality you, of focus and sound is the yeah, best. It's just really good. Uh, as soon as you get to a bigger room, you know, then everything's just infinity more of distractions yeah, yeah. Yes. start to occur. Yes, exactly. So that was really fun. And then, uh, so uh, I'm just going to give the folks at home a rundown. Maybe we'll talk about this in the main episode too, but we'll get, we're doing this first. So y'all actually are hearing this first. Um, we, so the first night we thought, okay, we get done with the show. What are we going to do? We we're like, oh no, we want to see a movie, but it looks like we won't make it. It's going to be too, uh, we won't make it in time to the movie. And then I, out of nowhere, save us. It's all on me now. I find us a killer hotel. We each have mm-hmm. our own bed. And I find uh Fast X at a dinner theater, which is just the best experience. I I think that by far, it doesn't matter. IMAX anything. If I got a recliner with a, a pull-out tray, you know, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. and then the food, like not only are you because you're not just getting nachos or popcorn. We got no, what did we? Food. What all did we get? We got, uh, we got buffalo chicken strips, spicy buffalo chicken, spicy mm. buffalo chicken. We, we had, had a burger. We had a burger with burger. Truffle, fries. truffle fries and my cousin pepperoni. My cousin my pepperoni, cousin pepperoni <laughs> pizza, <laughs> which is a play on my cousin Vinny, and I don't know how they got there, but I love it. <laughs> pizza was okay. It wasn't really that, was that good. My my cousin pepperoni wasn't that. That was my but the truffle fries. Now, okay, clarify this for me. A truffle is a mushroom, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I don't know why it's, it's a called fungus. that. It's not just a mushroom. It's I think a, it's an underground fungus, and it's uh, and it's sought after because of the taste or something, right? Mm-hmm. It does some, but I don't, it, to me, it's just some kind of olive oil. Well, that's, what? It's just some it, olive oil. So what? Thing. But that's what, what I'm saying. It, like, I don't understand the discounting. Like, why is everybody talking about? Oh, truffle. But did, you oh just got finished God. saying how good it tasted. But I might have loved it. it. That's what I'm saying. I think I would loved it if it was just olive oil fries. Well, try it. And That's if, what I'm saying. If you like it just as good, then you're set. Because you have olive oil, you can start putting it on your <laughs> That's fries. If my not, point. you might get some truffle oil. I will. Just... <laughs> but in truffle oil, way more expensive. You got pigs right. have to find it or something. Yes. Because it's so sought after. It costs more than olive oil, but depends <laughs> on what olive oil. So maybe you get a really nice olive which oil. One do you, which one do you actually like better? Do you think I'm... What I'm saying is right. You could make olive oil fries and it'd be maybe just as good. Well, I don't know what people think taste is good, but it'd be the same idea. Well, the sure. thing I couldn't tell about the truffle fries, the reason I like them so much, they're so salty. They had so much salt. But the other them. fries were not truffle oil. And, and I didn't liked like them. them as good. No, no, but They I were just like salty them. waffle fries. They were salty and real good. Yeah, no, I'm saying so the truffle oil, might have had nothing to do with a it. You just like a pile of salt. Yeah, a little oil. Yeah, a little oil. So take take your own salt next time you go to Chick Fil A, and you maybe you'll have the same effect. But I'm saying, where do you you just get? I never see truffle oil. Is that what you don't go to that section of the grocery store, my friend? Yes, I have been. (laughs) Know that I I get my shop on, and I look at every aisle. That's why I get I get in trouble because I go to the grocery store all the time, and I look at every aisle because I think everything's so fascinating. To me, I don't know why. I know I've seen it a million times, but I just love it. But I have been there, and I don't ever see truffle oil. I just don't really see it. I'm sure it's somewhere. Maybe I don't now that's in your awareness, you'll spot it. Maybe so. But anyway, so they don't have it at the Dollar General where you shop. So that was really good. And then I'd like to ask you guys. 
on a on a scale of one to ten, fast X enjoyment, just a scale of one to ten enjoyment, what is your rating? Is fast X part ten? I give it a ten. <laughs> enjoyment was high. I'd say nine. Real high. But not I wouldn't say nine for like the yeah. movie necessarily, but I would say nine for enjoyment. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, of course, yes. there's better movies. <clears throat> right. But just as far as you're going to go to the movie and get popcorn and food and chicken, mm -hmm. spicy chicken and truffle fries, everything about it. That's what I'm saying. Maybe the theater at the theater definitely added to my enjoyment of it. But I just thought as a movie, as a it's total just so easy to watch yeah. and just so fun. And I oh, like yeah. there was so much over the top stuff that's just impossible and implausible. But I still just could laugh. Like I think, mm -hmm. I think Fast X Vin Diesel gets it on some level that he he maybe isn't taking himself that seriously. Like like it seems as if he does that he's Vin, he's this, but I think he's playing a game because it's so it's done so perfectly for what it is. I mean it's insane, and that's what we were talking about during the movie. I mean, when I look at the Avengers and all the actors, I mean, you got everybody in this movie. There's so much action. There's so you have mm -hmm. to keep the storyline going. It all has to fit in an hour and a half, two hours, whatever it is. Uh, to pull that off, you go, man, it takes a genius. Oh my gosh! But Fast and the Furious, the the person that owns it and there is the main figure behind it is Vin Diesel, and it works. Like, I, I promise the movie was just so fun. I, I have mm -hmm. nothing to complain about. Like, of course, it's crazy, but that's the point. It yeah. knows it's crazy. It's it's trying to be crazier every time. I mean, there's scenes the the scene. Uh, uh, spoiler alert, maybe, but it's just one of the scenes. It's the action scenes is all I'm going to talk about. But the helicopter where he's using helicopters to hit things. <laughs> <laughs> He's holding Dragon his car him. is pulling helicopters and I mean it's impossible. It's literally yeah. I mean you everybody knows it's impossible, but you're just like, yeah, that's cool. Wow, look what he just did or something like that. It's just so fun. Yeah. Yeah. It, it. it was very enjoyable. I mean, it was the every line is so cheesy. Yes. I mean, literally Family. every line of dialogue. I know. As somebody said the other day, they were like, I guess they make it targeted at middle school and high schoolers yeah, I, think I think it's so. very broadly targeted for a lot of men like, a lot of women a lot and of that children. makes more sense to me because mm -hmm. it's obviously you know well there's a but, there's a th if you're aiming at like you could like that's like saying you aim a certain thing at a i don't know a fifth grade reading level it doesn't mean fifth graders sure it right. means those who you know what I'm saying? It appeals to everybody that, you know, people that like have more middle school like tastes that might not right. be in middle school. It's not yeah. that it's trying to load up the theater of middle school people, but it hits your middle school sensibilities. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's a for broad, sure. broad brush. But it works yeah. for a four year old. And there's tons of stuff right. in there for, you know, women and. It's like dev and it's very broad. Like, I mean, it's very broadly aimed at the at most extreme right. level and somehow not offensively dumb or anything. I don't, I mean, it is, but you even, I guess the getting to laugh at how dumb and broad it is somehow is even inclusive to, do you know what I mean? A lot of people that really like it don't mm -hmm. get that mm -hmm. level of it. Oh, totally. Self-aware well, level. A lot yeah. of people don't get that. That's yeah. okay. Well, and I feel kind of like Maverick was yeah maverick was similar like that but mm -hmm. not nearly as immature Real similar where it's like yeah. we're not cheesy. trying to have realistic dialogue or anything yeah but like everything is real trying. epic and yeah you know all right. that but it was more adult oriented but right and it feels like kind of that has kind of made a comeback too, like that style of movie making a little bit i think we've been in a phase of realism for a while like after the 80s and stuff yeah. we got this like oh it just needs to be like real and re just real right. and now it's like can I please escape fucking real for a minute and right. have fantasy? Yeah. It's like, yeah, thank you. Yeah. Okay, good. Right. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, no, 100%. So, anyway, so, so we got to see that movie. And then the next night, we, what did we do the next night? We were going to do something, but, oh, we Dude. just went, we just Diego. went to Applebee's. 
<laughs> is that the next night we next night we went to Applebee's because there wasn't much around and it was going to be expensive and it, we didn't want to drive oh, too yeah. far. That was a fun show though, another living room show which was very fun. High and, energy living room show. Yeah, yeah, it was so funny. There was a guy there that I saw. Had, uh, so usually it, it was it's always fun at a living room show. You don't know, totally know what to expect, but it actually is pretty fun. Usually the hosts are good. Sometimes the hosts are weird, but there are some guests that are a little awkward or nobody ever does anything bad. You never, there's never like somebody that gets so wasted that they start destroying stuff or acting right. crazy in your home. That never, ever once has happened. But there was this one guy that I saw, I was like, uh Oh, he got, he's got Devin. He's talking to Devin over the corner, kind of got Devin trapped in the corner talking to him. And I was like, what is this guy about? And then sure enough, we, we open the, we play two songs and then open the floor to, to questions and he raises his question and what did he say he said something like um i was in this place uh with a guy named emory and we we're like what what place were you in he goes prison <laughs> so i was incarcerated <laughs> i was incarcerated <laughs> and he said but this guy named emory got out of his handcuffs explain and, that he said and yeah. that and that was his question <laughs> <laughs> There wasn't like anything yeah. about our music. It was it was just he was in prison with a guy named Emery that could get out of handcuffs, and he just wanted to tell us. And I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> I guess that's then, cool. Yeah, I was like, all right, well, you know. Anyway, <laughs> um, okay, moving on. So then the next night it's real fun because we uh, decided that we were going Orange to go County. to yeah, we're in Orange County, kind of Costa Mesa area. Played at Played Pig it. Barber, which Pig is Barber. awesome. Yeah, really cool spot. Big show, very fun matinee show. So we're done fairly early. We're done by like five or six p.m. Um, and we decide. I listen to the Bad Friends podcast with Bobby Lee and Andrew Santino, and I love it. And they always talk about this restaurant called Mastros. And I was like, let's just go. I mean, I never y'all. I mean, Matt and Devin know more than anybody. I hate spending money like that. Like it just devastates me. It just can't be worth it. I don't, I just know I'm scared. I'm not going to enjoy it. I'm going to ruin it for you guys. You know what I mean? Like my, my mm. concern of the money is going to worry, but I was like, you know what? This is cool. Uh, I need to do this, you know, uh, just because why am I not, why am I going to not go to this restaurant and have a memory, even if it's like just from the expense of it or whatever, I think I should do this. My time's running out on earth. So we all, we go and this restaurant is dope. I mean, it is, it's really, the it had a cool vibe, real I mean, cool vibe. Cool. And you it's know, a nice steakhouse, just yeah, for anybody who doesn't know. Super nice steakhouse. I mean, very expensive steaks. And, uh, what did we end up getting? What did we, we get? Had a, Matt, we had a 33 for? ounce big prime rib, I mean, uh, yeah. Prime rib chop. Yeah. I mean ribeye, sorry, ribeye, rib a, a thirty-three ounce ribeye chop, um, with the bone in was excellent. That was ninety-five dollars, and we had a twelve ounce filet mignon filet. that was sixty-four dollars. So the filet mignon was just so it hundred. It melted like butter, and we got them rare worth of meat. Yeah. We got them rare, medium rare, medium rare. So that was just insane. I was like, whoa, and I because I was like, am I even gonna like this? It's gonna be cold, and I don't even know about the different temperatures of the the rare medium rare all this stuff and uh and then we got bread service the bread was really fun really good mm -hmm. and the baked potato was unreal it gave us all the sides for that um y'all order I, I don't really like brussels sprouts but i thought those were even good you know mm, i go. mean i thought those yep. were those are great it was, it was totally cool so uh we got that meal and then it was we did what we didn't realize was how full we would be and man that like that probably should have been the end of the night which probably should have, but we were like well we got more time guess what's playing right down the street john wick four <laughs> let's go see it so we got a shit we got a good bit of candy and uh went to watch john wick four but i would say well how much what do you how what percentage of the movie y'all think we saw I was just watching the movie, trying to understand what was going on. Right, because you've never seen it. any of them, so that's yeah. a little. So tough I was on your just part. trying to get a grip, and then I had this feeling. I thought, "Uh oh, am I sleepy?" Right. And this is probably 15 <laughs> minutes in the movie. I go, "Uh oh, am I going to struggle?" Right. Because I wasn't quite getting grounded, and I looked to my left, and you and Dev were both snoring. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, out. 
and oh, then I struggled yeah, to like stay away from that moment dinner is what it was. Well. All at I any thought, given time, two of the three of us were asleep. I, I feel I, like I saw fifty percent of the movie. Probably, I just kept waking yeah. up in intense fight scenes, you know, and I would watch kind of get through that fight. Then he would meet meet with a new mob, right. new uh, crime leader crime boss and i was like oh and get tired again and then yeah. wake up in the fight scene so yeah i didn't get much out of it <laughs> and yeah. i don't think it was any time when the three all three of us were awake no i don't think so either <laughs> no i don't think so either i i was there that's what was making me laugh so much that there was a time where three men in their 40s were all sound asleep in a movie theater in los angeles <laughs> <laughs> and those people were thinking and, like why maybe, are they here? Maybe all snoring. Maybe all. I know. Why would they be here? What are they doing? <laughs> and we, but I, I mean, I can sleep so good in that situation. Yeah. I don't. I can't believe it. It makes me mad that I can't sleep that good on an airplane. You know what I mean? I know. I know. It's just. Why well, can't I do that on an airplane? I don't know. It's. I mean, the chair. I guess is is comfortable, but it still feels like similar. Feels similar enough that I should be able to sleep like that. But I can just go deep. Like so, and I kept trying to fight, wake myself up. I was embarrassed. Devin woke me up. I was snoring. I was like, "Oh God!" I was just feel so embarrassed. <laughs> but I just, I mean, I fell asleep a little bit in Fast X. I couldn't help it, but I just, oh but, you, yeah, but you I loved it. One time in Fast X, it got louder than normal. You know, like <laughs> you know, and yeah. those people. And you're I like, come you on, you're embarrassed. You're like, I was oh, so embarrassed. <laughs> I mean, I couldn't be more embarrassed. That's just horrific embarrassment to me. That's you know just, what I did yesterday? The worst. What? What went to, with the family? Watch Guardians of the Galaxy. You did? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh. Was it, did you like it? The most. This is the highest movie frequency I've had in I ever, maybe ever. I've watched three movies in the last five days. I mean, that is a lot, honestly. <laughs> like I mean, yeah, you know, oh man, Guardians was killer. It was. It was killer. that good. It was a hundred percent with that. I mean, a hundred percent with it. I need to see it too. Yeah, I wouldn't mind going and seeing that. That'd be really yeah. fun. A hundred percent checks out to me. Like yeah. everything, all the layers were there for me on that one. I, th that's just one of those where I, I can not, I cannot actually believe that movies at that scale actually yeah. exist i cannot because it's uh written and directed by james gunn okay yeah but he's just like a human being that's like just a regular person All right now when i watch the credits the amount of people listed there and those are not forty thousand dollar fucking people these are very skilled people and then they get to the part where it's visual effects and it's like five thousand of them and it's like the level like all the amount of people that are in with the different specializations that work on that movie and they're I just there's not possible for me to believe that project can be managed because right. like there was hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people's in the credits that were doing very important things like the digital art like right. the stuff that makes up the movie and yeah. i'm just thinking how many people listed in these credits does james gunn even know at all or ever right. met or could even say who they are or anything about their work and it can't Not, be no, it has to be a tiny be. tiny fraction of right. the people that made the movie that he even could even be aware of who they are. And definitely, if you said their name, he got no idea who that person is. Right. If you, if you ever met him, he got no idea. And yeah. yet some, he, somebody leads that getting done at the quality level that the writer and director yeah. put a stamp on. Right. And when I watch it, I'm not finding any fucking problems with it. Yeah. And I can't yeah. understand how that's possible. And it only happens. Right. I mean, there's a lot of, uh, lots of movies. I find lots of problems with. Sure. Now, I'm not saying that's the best movie ever, but the yeah. Avengers level <laughs> movies and yeah. what they can do when they're good. And it's weird because, I mean, as soon as it drops down and it's like a bad one, I just can't believe how bad it is. But right. when right. they're totally cohesive and everything clicks and everything checks out, I just can't understand how it's possible for a filmmaker to make one. It like, seems the, like right. just the project be... management is not, uh, we can't even coordinate fucking five people to do anything. Right. Well, it seems right. like it's something like a studio that already has all these layers right. of people that do all these different things, right? Like yeah. 20th century Fox or whatever, whatever it is, what, you know, they have these people and then they go, who are we going to get to direct this thing? Right. 
and then they find whoever the director is. The director is not overseeing all those people. But he I mean, has to, like, the, his quality He has control, to put his like, approval. They think of all those people messing it. Like, what if the, we were made a record yeah, but all those and there was and 280 people that did significant things on it? There's like, there's probably 20 executive producers and... I know, you but know, how could they all be produce. aligned on what's good? I don't understand that. Like, think if we made a record and it literally took 242 people that did things that mattered in the record. They like, rely on other people. You wouldn't, you to, wouldn't be able to be in agreement about anything. They have to rely on other people to know, to know what they need to know. And, and the payroll, just the negotiate. I mean, yeah. I just—it's just it's astounding. Like, I—it's an accomplishment that is just so high on the right. human coordination level. It's just. There's nothing like it. Yeah. I, I, like, oh, it's I like know. China builds a subway station in 12 hours. It's like that. Right. Like how? How? Right. <clears throat> yeah. All right. What's next, Toby? Well, then the last, we'll, we'll wrap it up here. Uh, then we play an, another awesome midday show at a brewery, which is really cool. Mm -hmm. uh, the lady that owned it was from Spain and she had a really awesome accent. It was really cool and relaxed and just fun to be around drink a lot of beer but then here's the kicker Devin told me that morning that because he's in the uh, american airlines club or has a credit card and all that stuff we got bumped to first class on the way home so and Devin's in the club so we got to go to the lounge what's it called Aviator admiral's club, club. admiral's oh club. yeah admiral's club sorry admiral's club we got to go there we got all the food and snacks and drinks we want we sat there for we were there for a little while because our flight went until like 11 mm -hmm. and then we walk on get to sit beside each other in first class and just we did get a drink i was like i got it if i'm in first class i gotta at least get one drink so well, yeah because we were gonna go to sleep yeah, yeah i did get a drink and then <clears throat> um at the end she was like y'all were asleep y'all did y'all want any snacks and so she gave us some but we slept Probably the most I've slept on a plane. Like I went nice. directly out and then I woke up landing. Now cool. the flight was only three or four hours, so it wasn't yeah. that much. But I mean, I literally went straight out. Would it have been different in coach? Like did the first class matter for the sleep? Quality? I think so. It would have been I, less comfortable for sure. Yeah. More yeah. crowd you would have been more crowded. Yeah. And felt weird, you know, but it would have been okay. And would it have been worth a hundred dollars or two hundred dollars? Um, uh, for that flight, probably a hundred. A hundred, yeah. I thought it was totally worth it. Like I was, no, I, I definitely yeah, thought it was worth it. Like I'm next a, time, if you had that choice for one hundred, you would pay the one hundred upgrade. I would every time. It seems like yeah. I should. I mean, it seems like I should because it it's really was that good. I mean, it really. That's just what was. I've got the rate at fifty dollars an hour. Is what I think is you. Fifty dollars an hour for first yeah. class. Yeah, and especially in on a red eye because you yeah. are sleeping, and if you have to get up and go to the bathroom and stuff like that, right? It's just but less drinks. Terrible. If it's an afternoon, you can pull you know less forty dollars worth yeah. of alcohol yeah. out of it. Right. I mean, I thought it was just wonderful. Like, and and once again, I don't like spending the money, but it just made so much sense. Like, it just yeah. it was just wonderful. Like, I just I loved it. it. I just loved it. So that was our trip. That was just good. Let, letting you folks know. It was really fun. We had a good time. We're going to be doing some more. Matt and I are going to do a couple of just Matt and Toby songs and stories. Uh, what is that? Uh, we're doing Cleveland in June 30th. June 30th. And June, is it 31st or is it July 1st? I guess July 1st. June doesn't have 31, yep, so yeah. No, July 1st will be like Rochester, New York. And then we're going to be playing a festival out in uh, – Forget where it's at, Capulet Festival. I think we're on it, Connecticut, so, Connecticut, somewhere like that. So yeah, I'm not sure if it's announced yet, but yeah, it won't be announced yet. But this maybe. is the yeah, this is um, what you call it. So anyway, all right, y'all be good.